Good evening, everybody. It is Friday, September 16th, 2022. The sun is shining, the air is a little cool, but we are one day away from Batman Day. And who better to talk about it other than yours truly, right here on Fun Day Friday here on Matt's World, where it is my world and you all just live in it. Well, as you all know, tomorrow is Saturday, but not just any other Saturday, it is Batman Day. And, of course, I love Batman Day because it is a celebration of, in my opinion, the greatest superhero of all time. No disrespect to Superman, Blade, Spider-Man, the Punisher, the Incredible Hulk. But for me, my first love always have and always will be the Batman. I mean, the movies, the comics, the cartoons, the TV show from the 60s. I mean, I cannot get enough of Batman. And let me tell you something I am looking forward to this day. Because on Wisdom.com at approximately 12 o'clock p.m., I will be celebrating that day, and I'll be celebrating that day reading the first issue. Yes, the very first issue of Batman. Yep, Detective Comics number 27, May 1939. And yep, that is a, uh, that is a comic book that I bought at the at the Newberry Comics right here in Boston with my good old friend Kenny Banesh. Hey Kenny, what's up? And also I read that that comic with uh, my good friend Prema on Wednesday before we taped um, Classic Wrestling Wednesday. And let me tell you something, I love it. I just love it. In fact, I've actually started to get into the habit of bringing some of my graphic novels uh, with me. You know, my graphic novels and comic books. And if you go on my math, well, if you've been on my Matt's World uh, TV page over on Instagram, you saw what kind of day I had. You know, got a haircut from my favorite barber, Lucia. Hey, Lucia, what's up? And what's up to all the people over there at uh, Supercuts over there in um, in Copley? Then I did some grocery shopping, and I decided to read under a tree because uh, where you go in the Prudential Center, yeah, um, Copley. Yeah, you know Copley Mall, and then you go over to the other side where the where it is Prudential Center. And outside, you know, there's a place where you can go outside to eat and, and and also the grass and there's also the water fountain thing there. There's a little water thing. And I decided to go out there and read in the sun. 
Palacio is going to read under a tree. But the the big area part was covered because they were selling, like, uh, some stuff there. So I decided to go and sit on one of the chairs that had, you know, one of the tables. And I decided to go sit underneath that tree. And I had a good lady there uh, who might be listening to this podcast on Amazon because she has Amazon, not Spotify or Google Podcasts. And she took a picture of me reading Blade Black and White. And it was my first time reading it since uh, I got it. And, you know, I was um, reading today, you know, Blade, um, you know, the Vampire Slayer in uh, of Marvel... Uh, preview number three and it was it's still just as amazing as it was when I read it and it's awesome and all in all I had a good day yep it was a very good day you know and I'm really really getting back into into comic books now you know I mean not that I haven't but I haven't read my graphic novels in a while and um, you know this summer part of my summer of selfishness it's really gotten me back in touch with it. And, of course, doing a lot of stuff here on Enter the Batcave. I'm also going to be reading more uh, graphic novels as well on Enter the Batcave. Because in October, I'm dedicating it to Blade and to a Dracula. I... Yeah, in October, I'm going to be doing some stories yeah i'm gonna be reading some uh, classic stories of tomb of dracula from marvel masterworks tomb of dracula volume one and also i am going to be reading you know blade black and white graphic novel i'm gonna read that as well all the classic solo blade stories as well as the Tomb of Dracula, Day of Blood, Night of Redemption story as well. So make sure that you all tune in for that one as well. And that kicks off October 1st on a Saturday, the day before my brother's birthday. Hey, Wayne, what's up? And... But of course, enough about Blade. Uh, we gotta talk about Batman. Because that's what we're here for. So, Batman... I mean, Batman, I mean, he has no superpowers, but he's got intelligence, he's got, a, he's got a brain, he's got gadgets, he's got martial arts, and, and of course, he's got a cool cape and a mask, and, you know, he, he's the world's greatest detective. I mean, let me... I mean, don't get me wrong, Sherlock Holmes is a good detective, but he's got nothing on Batman. <laughs> Believe me. And, you know, I mean, I have been in love with this character since I was a little boy. I mean, my mom uh, had the Batman 89 VHS tape, and I remember just watching that tape and just watching it over and over and over again. I mean, those were the top two movies um, I saw in, in my house as a little kid. RoboCop and Batman. 
And then, of course, I went to the theaters, saw Batman Returns, and I got the VHS of that one. I also um, saw the animated series. The animated series came out, and it was one of my favorite cartoons to watch on Saturday mornings. I mean, my favorite Saturday morning cartoons, and I used to watch Fox all the time, too. I mean, there was nothing like waking up in the morning on Saturday morning, watching Fox and watching your favorite cartoons. I mean, my top cartoons were Tiny Toons, Animaniacs, uh, let's see, oh, gotta mention X-Men, yes, the X-Men, and Batman the Animated Series. And Batman the Animated Series was my all-time favorite. And also, it um, came on weekdays, too. It used to come on weekdays as well after school. And I remember um, I used to be over at my babysitter's house. My mom would leave me with a babysitter. And and she became a family friend and and I miss her and she's a you know, she was just a dear family friend and I love her. And there would always be a fight between me and this other girl. Uh, we would fight over Punky Brewster or watching Batman. And I did and at the time I did not like Punky Brewster. I didn't like Punky Brewster, I didn't get it. But as I got older, you know, and I, and, I have, and after seeing a few episodes on um, on Peacock, I realized, wow, Punky Brewster isn't that bad. <laughs> and but yeah, I mean, I loved Batman the Animated Series. I could not get enough of it. And I even watched it when it was on the WB when it was um, part of the you know the new Batman Superman adventures and you know I still loved it I mean the animation was different the sky was red there was a new Robin Dick Grayson became Nightwing you know Barbara Gordon you know as Batgirl she was finally part of Batman's team officially and I still loved it I mean god all the episodes on there and you know, I just, you know, and I, you know, and I just loved it too. I mean, I didn't, I mean, I read a few comics, you know, like I wasn't like a big comic book collector at that time like I am now. You know, it was years later when I got into high school and I started liking, um, you know, I started getting more into superheroes when the movies were coming out. And, and also I have to thank um, the History Channel for their documentary movie, uh, Comic Book Superheroes Unmasked. And... I, um, and of course, you know, I mean, I was always a, a Batman fan, even though I liked most of the, most of the heroes I liked are from Marvel, but I was always a Batman fan. And I even liked Batman Beyond, too. Batman Beyond was so incredible. Oh, God, I loved Batman Beyond. And, uh, the Batman, not so much and uh batman the brave and the bold and well i mean i well on some of my um batman animated movie dvds i've gone back and you know i've seen a few episodes and eh, they're not bad you know i mean just you know the whole point of like you know 
Batman, you know, the nine, you know, the whole 1950s era, you know, before like the camp era, the, you know, the TV, it, it just never appealed to me, you know, but you know, like Batman in space and all that. I mean, they were basing that off those old comics, although they would put a little bit of Dark Knight Returns in the one episode with uh, Superman. But nonetheless, you know, I just loved Batman, you know, I mean, also one of my favorite uh, Scooby-Doo um, movies uh, were the two episodes with uh, Batman and Robin. There was, um, and those also had uh, Adam West and Burt Ward. And uh, there was the one episode with the Joker and the Penguin and... Yeah, actually, they both had uh, Joker and Penguin, but they were both good episodes, too. And um, also, I... Um, yeah, also, my cousins had it, too. You know, my cousins had it on VHS, but then they lost it. <laughs> yeah. And... I mean, I've just been obsessed with Batman for so many years, and he is a great hero. I mean, it, it tells a great story, too. I mean, um, you know, a man, you know, a rich kid, loses his parents, travels the world, learns different fighting styles, learns science, how to become a detective, and then puts on a cape and a mask, becomes a bat, and just starts fighting crime i mean that i mean that for me i mean that guy will forever be my favorite superhero till the day i die you know and he's absolutely positively number one on my all-time favorite superhero list i mean well i mean technically superman was my first love because i saw the the christopher reeves movie but you know batman by far is my all-time favorite. I mean, I still have love for Superman. I still got a soft spot for the man for the Man of Steel, but Batman most definitely, you know my, you know my all-time favorite. And also on Batman Day, not only will I be reading the um, the first ever issue of Bat, you know Batman in the comics, but I will also be doing a watch along that's right you heard it here i'm doing a watch along for batman 89 well i should say i'm doing another one only this time it won't be a, a two-parter so you all can uh, go check that out and you know i'm gonna try and do some more watch alongs there on wisdom so you guys can can check it out because it's a lot uh better than here on the um on this podcast, well, on my Enter the Batcave podcast, because, you know, when you try to do it on a podcast, you know, especially on, um, on Hub Hopper, it's always like, you know, you have to break it up and it can only last an hour and 30 minutes, whereas in a, um, you know, a movie might take two hours and you'd have to make it like a two part episode so and stuff. But here on Wisdom, you know, you can go for as long as you want. Or at least as long as until your your battery almost falls, runs out on your phone. So, you know, I'm going to be doing it on there. And after that, I'm going to be watching uh, some Batman animated 
movies. Yeah, I'm just going to spend the rest of the day watching the animated movies. I'm going to be watching, you know, um, Mask of the Phantasm, uh, yeah, Sub-Zero, uh, Batman Beyond, Return of the Joker, I'm going to watch uh, Batman Ninja, Dark Knight Returns, Son of Batman, uh, Batman vs. Robin, and Batman... Um, was it blood? Yeah, just uh, looking at the uh, just looking at the name right now. Um, oh yeah, bad blood. Yeah, Batman, bad blood, and you know I'm just gonna be watching all the uh, the animated films, you know, on there. So it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. And also on my podcast, Enter the Batcave, speaking of which, I will be continuing the countdown of the top 30 greatest um, Batman the Animated Series episodes. We're uh, going now from 26 to 24. So, And all three episodes uh, have Robin in it, too. Yeah. And... You know, Robin has always been my favorite sidekick. Uh, it goes back to the 1960s TV show I used to watch. And, you know, and actually as a kid, you know, like um, I did like the costume, you know, the red, um, you know, you know, the red shirt and the, the little green shorts and, the, you know, the little green booties and the yellow cape. I mean, as a kid, you know, and of course, and mind you, I was not diagnosed with Asperger's yet, but, um, it really did, um, it really did appeal to me, you know, and, uh, and I liked it so much, and then, um, and, you know, I just loved that costume, I actually used to have a Robin toy, too, a little Robin toy, too when I was um when I was a kid and I became such a huge fan of Dick Grayson you know Robin and I also had uh Batman A Lonely Place of Dying as well and you know I had an old book and then until it got destroyed but uh that was one of my favorite um it was also one of my favorites too you know as a kid and so technically that was my my real first graphic novel you know but um but, you know, I mean, um, and of course now I have the, you know, I have the double uh, feature one with, uh, you know, Death in the Family and A Lonely Place of Dying. You know, I got the collector's edition, you know, and Marv Wolf, Wolfman. I mean, if you go back to my Enter the Batcave um, episode where I talk about my graphic novels, uh, Marv Wolfman, he really did tell a great story. He told two great stories there. You know, um, with, um, you know, with uh, death and the family and a lonely place of dying. I mean, a lonely place of dying. You know, I mean, I've seen a lot of reviews and not too many people like it. But me personally, because I was a little kid and, you know, I mean, of course, I wasn't that good at reading at the time, but uh, I did love the artwork and I thought. You know, the pictures, you know, it was just so colorful, you know, and it's still to this day, it's still colorful. And, 
And, you know, I think that's why, you know, kids, you know, love comic books. And I remember talking with uh, my friend Prema at the time was that, um, you know, I was one of those kids where when I would read books, you know, like I loved pictures and, you know, like most kids. And, like, it was hard for me to, like, read a book that didn't have pictures. I mean, I'd be flipping through a book sometimes, you know, like the books that they, you know, you get at the library sometimes or sometimes you get at school, they make you read and you're looking at it and you're just like, well, where are the pictures, you know? And it's like, um, which, you know, it's a, you know, kind of a shell shock thing as a kid. But, you know, in hindsight, it does make you um use your imagination you know it's like it makes you use your imagination you know you picture the setting what the person looks like and you know in your mind and the same thing with comic books you know i mean even though you have a visual picture of what it is you know in your mind the story is you know in your mind you know the story is like going like a movie you know it's like you know you you know, also, like, you know, the heroes are almost coming off the page, you know, and, you know, you see the action and, you know, you hear the music in your head and you hear, you know, the voices in your head as well. You know, you picture, you know, who is voicing uh, your hero and stuff. You know, I mean, for me, when I, um, well, when I read, like, the... Um, you know, when I read Tomb of Dracula's uh, Day of Blood, Night of Redemption, um, well, I kind of picture somebody else um, as the voice of Blade, not Wesley Snipes. Um, well, I do kind of picture Michael Jai White in my head, you know, because, um, you know, Michael Jai White and Wesley Snipes are very similar. And even though one is in Spawn and one's in Blade, you know, that's the voice I hear in my head, you know, when I read Blade. You know, when I, um, well, except for the black and white um, graphic novel, because those take place in the 1970s. And if you look at Blade's character, you know, he looks um, he looks a little bit like Jim Kelly, you know, from Enter the Dragon. So I kind of imagine Jim Kelly uh, being the voice of Blade, you know. I think had they made a Tomb of Dracula movie, you know, with Blade, I think Jim Kelly would definitely be right for the part. You know, especially uh, that one line he had in Enter the Dragon when he goes, Man, you come right out of a comic book. <laughs> and for Batman, with me, you know, I hear um, Kevin Conroy. You know, for me, it, I mean, Kevin Conroy, I mean, almost everybody you, you listen, you talk to who's a fan of Batman, who's ever watched the animated series or whoever reads a Batman comic book, they'll tell you Kevin Conroy is the voice of Batman. And for me, that is, um, you know, for me, that's, that's just awesome. You know, I mean, when I read, I mean, even when I read some of the, even when I read like you know, Dark Knight Returns or, you know, Death in the Family, Year One, and Lonely Place of Dying, things that came out before the animated series, you know, still, in my mind, I hear uh, Kevin Conroy, you know, I mean, I'm sure for um, for people back in those, back in the days, you know, it was like Adam West, because Adam West 
with you know the 60s tv show was still fresh in other people's mind you know the whole pow biff zam and zork <laughs> but um but you know i mean it's um but for me it's definitely uh kevin conroy you know and um you know, and Kevin Conroy, he really did, um, he really did change that, you know, when, um, you know, when the animated series came on, and, uh, now when you read a, now when you read a Batman story, it's like, um, you know, Kevin Conroy's the first, um, person you, you think about, and he really is, you know, he really is the, um, he is the most definite, um, voice when it comes to um when it comes to batman and um well nothing more can be said about that <laughs> now as far as the comics you know little graphic novels i mean um i mean my all-time favorites of course are the classics you know um killing joke dark knight returns year one uh, Long Halloween. Um, I did read um, Dark Victory once, um, and I've actually been meaning to buy that too, you know, for for research and and stuff because I do want to read it, um, you know, and do a review of it. And you know, uh, a death in the family and a lonely place of dying. I mean, and also, I mean, like when. You read that stuff. I mean, those are the best stories. Also, Nightfall. I can't forget about Nightfall. You know, Nightfall was awesome too. I read it once. And, you know, you read... Also, Year year 2. Year 2. Gotta. I also gotta mention Year 2. I mean, Year 2, I think, is the most underrated Batman story ever. I mean, even though it's been rumored to be like... I mean, I think obviously hands down it is an inspiration behind the phantasm you know but you know mask of the phantasm movie but um but you know reading those those stories i mean those are the best batman stories i mean those are the stories that um you know when people are going to make a batman movie you know, they go back to the source material or, you know, they'll go back to the to the Neil Adams and Denny O'Neill comics of the 1970s, you know, because those ones, they introduced um, Ra's al Ghul, you know, um, yeah, yeah, Ra's al Ghul or Ra's al Ghul, however you pronounce it, uh, I call him Ra's, which means um, the, the demon's head. And, you know, you... I mean, you just read it and you're just like, oh my God, you know, it's like, no wonder they draw from, from this for the movies and, and also for television shows as well, you know, I mean, you just, I mean, just how could you not? I mean, right now, you know, like with my Batman script, um, you know, I'm influenced, well, I'm influenced by, um, well, there's three different um, influences. Um, the biggest one is being, um, you know, the animated series. You know, I mean, because um, even though it's a live action movie, like, um, 
And some of the characters, well, the characters are more no, known for the animated series than for the comics. And they have been in the comics, you know, Bullock and Montoya, you know, they were in the comics, you know, they were in the comic books and stuff. And, but of course their names have been much bigger household names, you know, since the series. And um, they've never been, um, I mean, they've never been shown uh, on in the live action movies so i thought oh that'd be cool if uh, we could if i could put them in the live action film and also the um the other big inspiration was dark knight returns i mean there are some um you know there are some characters um from dark knight well i mean there's one character from dark knight returns that's there and um and also arthur reeves who um who was the assistant district attorney in mask of the phantasm who tried to bring batman down uh he's in this movie as well you know he's i mean he's been in the comics and then he became big yeah he was in the comics in the 70s and then he had a host household name you know, after Mask of the Phantasm, and then in the uh, Mask of the Phantasm, you know, sequel, which was Shadow of the Phantasm, and he's in that, and then, um, well, also the 89 movie was, was a bit of an influence, too, because of Vicki Vale, but um, with Vicki Vale, I have Vicki Vale going back to her roots. This is Vicki Vale, the redhead, and... Um, Vicky Vale as a redhead, you know, in the comics, you know, she was really the, um, you know, the answer to Lois Lane, you know, and they're really similar too. like, they're both news reporters, they, um, you know, they're willing to do anything to get the story, but when they get in trouble, you know, then it becomes like, oh no, how am I going to get out of this? And of course, luckily Superman and, or Batman come to their rescue and, and yeah, you know, I mean, it's just a great inspiration. I mean, I defy anybody to, um, who wants to make a superhero movie not to not be inspired by by the comics, you know, by the classics. I mean, there's even I'm I'm pretty sure there's still some stories to this day that will that can be a huge influence on the on the comics. I mean comics that influence on the movies i should say but uh but yeah you know i mean i mean i'm surprised um you know no one has done you know the punisher's uh circle of blood you know i think that would make for for an awesome movie um you know with the punisher um the modern punisher films you know they've drawn on uh the you know the welcome back frank um you know when they re when they rebooted the punisher back in the in the mid 2000s you know early and mid 2000s and um but they haven't really done anything uh like or like uh warzone yeah um but uh they never really like um brought anything from the 80s you know like the old 80s and 90s early 90s uh punisher um i think the closest thing was like um the first punisher movie with dolph lundgren 
and you know of course they made him a cop instead of just an old war veteran and you know and it's just um you know you just i mean i think it did capture the essence of the punisher really i mean granted we didn't see the skull um on it but still you know it really captured the essence of the punisher and it's actually one of my favorite uh B action movies of all time and and you know with all these superhero movies coming out i mean dc marvel i mean i can't and also with television too you know the television series i mean i can't see why those big executives at warner brothers or disney how can they i mean how can they not be inspired by you know, the comics, you know, I mean, because this is a comic book movie or a comic book TV show for comic book fans. And that's what I feel like I'm trying to do with uh, my script for Batman Night Warriors. You know, I mean, I know people will be, I'm sure, you know, if, if I do get this made, you know, I know people will be like, oh, this is for fanboys and, you know, that stuff. And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, I mean, because, I mean, it's not to say, like, you know, if you're not a Batman fan or if you're not a fan of comic books, then you should just, um, you know, you should stay away, you know, but uh, you should, but, you know, this will probably get you into Batman, you know, this could be one of those things that gets you into the hero, that makes you want to, you know, read the comics, that makes you want to watch the animated series or watch, uh, you know, the movies from the, from the 90s or even Nolan's films and you know i mean just um you know there's just so much great source material so many great stories out there and i remember uh talking with my friend gabe shamas you know about it you know talking about where uh superhero movies will be in 10 years and i said like well you know as you know the comic books um you know labels you know they keep coming out with these stories so as long as they keep coming out with stories, you know, good, you know, well, good stories, then there's always going to be ideas for movies. You know, they can be like, oh, let's turn, you know, Dark Knight Returns into a live action movie or, hey, um, this story from Black Panther, you know, this old Black Panther story from the 60s. Oh, let's use that, you know, and I mean, how could you not? I mean, how could you not do that? I mean... I mean, I just, uh, you know, I, I just, I just love it when they, when they do that. I love it when they draw from inspiration from the, you know, from the old material, because you know it gets more fans into the theaters and also makes uh, new fans want to go back into the history. You know, it definitely did, did that for me when I started getting into Batman. You know, I mean, with Batman '89, that made me get it, get into the to the comics it made me get into superheroes period you know and you know and now i'm such a you know now i'm such a fan of superheroes you know i mean i've always been a fan of superheroes because of that you know the you know the cartoons on fox the wb and um you know and also um you know also the movies as well you know the movies were were awesome as well and 
you know, I just feel like, I really feel like a big kid, you know, I am most definitely a big kid when it comes to superheroes, and I am proud of that, you know, I am proud of that, because I love superheroes, and, you know, lately, um, watching superheroes, uh, movies and TVs, and reading my graphic novel collection, it's been making me happy, and I talked about it on Monday, you know, uh, Mental Health Monday, is that, uh, you know, it's one of the things that really does make me happy. And, you know, and getting uh, some of the old stuff from from Amazon, thanks to my dear mother, Mom, I love you, that makes me happy. In fact, I actually put in an order for some new comic books that will be coming soon. And go on Matt's World TV and I will reveal it. Yep, I'll reveal it when they come. So stay tuned for that. And having said all that now, I am going to go eat me some dinner and get ready to watch some pro wrestling. Thank you all very much for tuning in. And also, uh, well, before I go, uh, two things. One, um... As you all know, I use Hubhopper, and Hubhopper only allows me to have two podcasts at a time. So, on Wisdom.com, I will be doing my American Horror Story podcast. Yep, Matt's World American Horror Podcast. You can catch that October 4th on a Tuesday where I'll be doing the episodes, yeah, the watch-along episodes for the season of Murder House. So make sure you all tune in for that, and I'll talk about what time you can catch those. And also, this week, talking about uh, superheroes, I am going to be taking a week off from uh, Matt's World. Yep, taking a week off because I am going to be spending these last days of summer doing what I've wanted to do, and that is spend a week reading graphic novels. But of course, I won't be reading them alone. I'll be reading them on Wisdom. Yep, I'm going to be reading them on Wisdom, and those will be in the afternoon starting next, I mean, starting this Monday. Yep, this Monday. And you can go on Enter the Batcave this Sunday where I'll be talking about what times you can catch me on there. And I'll be reading, you know, some Marvel stories, some DC stories. You know, I got Blade, I got Batman, Superman, The Punisher. So uh, make sure that you all um, make sure that you all tune in. Also Daredevil, too gotta get gotta put in daredevil and that's it that's all hope you all have a great batman day tomorrow and until then don't have a good day have a great day bye bye